0: He's worthy of praise. Say, neighbor, help me praise him. Help me praise him. Help me praise him. Help me adorate him. Help me lift him up. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy tonight. He's worthy tonight. I said, he's worthy tonight. He's worthy tonight. Say, neighbor, I refuse to let the devil win. I refuse to let him win. I refuse to let him win. I refuse to let him take my praise. Had a rough week this week, but I refuse to let him take my praise. May not be as strong as I want to be, but I refuse to let him take my praise. My life ain't perfect, but I refuse to let him take my praise. I got some jacked up areas in my life, but I refuse to let him take my praise. Come on Zion, if you don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. If you don't praise him, the trees will clap their hands. Come on, help me give him praise. Help me give him glory. Help me give him honor. hallelujah amen 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 turn to the neighbor say neighbor just in case you didn't know this is our saints night this is our victory night this is our shouting night this is our dancing night this is our night to look the devil in his eyes and tell him he's lost again is there anybody here that's got enough nerve to tell the devil you lost again, huh? You thought you had me, you thought I gave up, you thought I threw in the towel, but devil you are a liar. Come on somebody, I don't care how many times you've been knocked down, you ought to tell somebody, get back up, 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 get back up. The only tragedy is if you stay down, but I refuse to stay down. Somebody shout, I refuse, I refuse, I refuse, I refuse to stay down. I refuse to be defeated. I refuse to give up. Come on, Zion. I said, come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. I want to send up enough praise that it'll set off an alarm in hell. That let the devil know that the believers are here, and we're here for war. I said, we're here, and we're here for the battle. Come on, Zion. Give him praise. Amen. 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 Y'all come on and have your seat. Sanctified Holy Ghost field folk, amen. Truly, we thank God for another opportunity of sharing this Friday night, this Saints night. We thank God for you coming out. I believe that there is a blessing in this house for us tonight, amen. The Bible says, well, there are two or three gathered together in his name that God promises to be in the midst. And I don't know about you, but because I'm here and I'm almost sure that I got at least one more believer in the house. Somebody ought to shout, he's here tonight. He, he's here. He's here. He's here. Now, I'm not talking about how you feel. I'm not talking about your emotion. I'm talking about because the Bible says that when we gather together that he promises to be in the midst. If you have your Bibles, come on and turn with me to the book of John chapter 11. I want to thank God for the angel of this house, Bishop Virgil Calvin Jones, Sr., First Lady Mary Jones. Thank God for them. If you have your Bibles, let's run to the book of John, chapter 11. I'll begin reading at verse 39. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha. The sister of him that was dead saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, That if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Turn to a neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm about ready to see his glory. Just in case that was the wrong neighbor, turn to the neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you. I've been struggling for a while now. I've been battling for a while now. And I believe that it's about time for me. I can't speak for you. I believe it's about time for me to see his glory. Come on, put them hands together. In John chapter 11, we find a very familiar passage of scripture. The story dealing with a young man by the name of Lazarus who had died and had been dead for four days. We find that in this John chapter 11 that the Bible would begin to record the story of first of all him being sick. You look at the first two verses of the chapter, you'd find that once they found that their brother Lazarus was sick and nine to death, that they would send for Jesus. It is amazing to me that this Mary and Martha, who were sisters, were concerned about their brother, this family who had a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You'd find that as you read the word of God, that it's about two families that Christ had a personal relationship with that's recorded in the word. One was the family of Peter, because you remember when Peter's mother-in-law was sick with the fever, it was Christ that would go and pray for her and heal her. And the other family would be Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. We'd find that even though they had a relationship with Christ, that their relationship, their friendship could not stop their trouble. Because you and I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, that we are not just Sunday churchgoers. The world is filled with folk that know how to go to church on Sunday filled with people that know how to dress the part and look the part, but God said, I'm not looking for religion. I've had enough of religion. The Pharisees and Sadducees, if it was in religion, Jesus never would have had to come, but the Pharisees was already here. But he said, I want to go deeper than religion. I desire to have a relationship. It's amazing to me that when you and I start to develop the relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, We'd find something very interesting and that is that we would move from knowing just the acts of God into knowing the ways of God what is the difference young preacher if you stop the local crack addict if you stop someone that was a local alcoholic they could tell you the acts of God they can tell you the things that God can do but they just cannot explain his ways but when I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I understand that my relationship is bigger than his action. It's bigger than the miracle that he can perform. It's, 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 it's bigger than uh, him being able to shondo in my life. It's bigger than him being able to turn my stuff around in 24 hours. But when I have a relationship with him, I'm in it for better or for worse. When, when, when I have... relationship with him I begin to talk like this if he never turns it around I'll still be here in the morning when I have a relationship with him if he never pays the bill if I never make it to be a millionaire if I have to leave here living paycheck to paycheck me and God are all right because I don't have religion see religious folk get mad when God don't operate like a genie but when you have a relationship you understand that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts and his ways are higher than my ways and sometimes I don't understand what he's doing but because I'm in a relationship with him I still can give him praise because I don't have religion I have a relationship Mary and Martha they have a relationship with Christ and because they have a relationship with him they sin for him because now their brother is sick and not only is he sick but he's sick unto death Oftentimes read this and I try to get into the mindset of Mary and Martha because no doubt if they were friends with Christ and had a relationship with him then no doubt they knew about the miracles that he had performed They knew that in John chapter 4 that he healed a nobleman's son They knew that in John chapter 5 he talks to a man that was sick on a bed and told him to take up his bed and walk No doubt in John chapter 6 they knew that he had fed 5,000 people They knew about his ability to heal, to open the blind eyes, to make the lame, to walk Understood that Jesus healed people that he did not even know. And so in the mindset of Mary and Martha, I can understand them feeling some type of way. Y'all know they got a song I call them, Feel Some Type of Way. I can believe that Mary and Martha was feeling some type of way because here I am. I have a relationship with Christ. He comes to my house and he eats dinner with us. I know where he resides and he can heal folk that he don't know. But yet and still, my brother is still sick. Why in the world is my brother sick you ever felt like just because you had a relationship with God that there was just some things that just should not have happened to you there are things that will happen to you in this life that will make you scratch your head as a child of God and I'm gonna be the first to tell you sometimes the preacher ain't got an answer for you sometimes you are gonna come to me and all I'm gonna say is baby all I can do is pray for you because there are seasons I don't know what he's doing in my life so there's no way in the world I can understand what he's doing in your life I'm gonna tell you the same thing I'm gonna tell myself there there are some seasons you just got to trust that he knows what he's doing he 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 knows even the bad in my life he knows he, he, everything that comes down the tube somebody shout he knows what he's doing and so we find here that their brother is sick Now unto death questions in their mind why in the world should it be my brother and they 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 they, they, they sin for Jesus, It is amazing to me that, that, that in the Bible, it talks about how he loves them. Some of us feel that if God loved me, you ever felt like if God loved me, then this should not have happened to me? If, if, if he loved me, why am I on the bottom of the totem pole? If he loved me, then why did he allow this to happen? If he loved me, why did he allow me to lose my loved one? If he loved me, why didn't he heal my loved one of cancer? If, if he loved me. But the simple fact that he loves them assures them that he might not do the thing the way that you think that he should Amen. but one thing about God that even when he doesn't operate the way that we think that he should he always provides comfort even when we don't understand yeah. so Mary and Martha they're in a particular place they send for Jesus and the Bible says that Jesus Christ as he began to talk the Bible says that he delays on purpose It says that after they give him the word and and the Bible says that Jesus Christ he abode in the same place in verse number six they say that he abode two more days what in the world do you do when it feels like God is taking his time what what, what do you do when you feel like you prayed all oh, you know how to pray you 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 read all the verses you got your encouragement verses some of us got verses all on your mirror You got them all on your refrigerator and you got all the verses and all all the prayers that you can pray And it seems as though God is taking his time what what do you do when God takes his time when you feel that you have a 9 situation you feel like you needed him on yesterday but yet and still today you feel as though you don't have an answer it is amazing to me that as God will continue to take his time it can't help but remind me of my natural father I said this before I say it again you won't find nobody that can take their time like Bishop Job's if you find somebody that can take that time like bishop jones y'all call and let me know Amen. he takes his time when he walk he he takes his time when he eat he he takes his time when he drive i remember and i'm gonna go back here anyway because i feel like going and i'm preaching so i'm gonna go in here i remember being a little boy going to ask him for something i understood i got the fellas outside waiting and he's sitting there taking his time, Pop. I got I got fellas out there on BMX's and beach cruisers. We we, we trying to ride to the park, we ain't got 15 minutes, but Pop will take his time. It's- His method of operation but we as believers must understand that sometimes God's method of operation is to take his time what does it mean when God takes his time what does it mean when it feels like God is ignoring my prayer what does it mean when it feels like God is unconcerned when the Bible says that we can boldly go before the throne of grace and find help and mercy in the time of need and i boldly go before the throne of grace but yet and still it seems as though God has not given me an answer what do I do as a believer when God takes his time one thing I want to tell you while I'm here is that one thing is for certain you can't rush it Amen. one thing is for certain that if God has a set time that you're supposed to remain in a trial it doesn't matter how much you cry it doesn't matter how much money you give you got to stay there until the trial is completely done what it's supposed to do in your life Yo. Y'all, y'all pray for me here. We, we have to have patience in. In tribulation. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1 and 7 that, that there are some seasons that your faith is on trial. Could it, could it be that, that, that your faith is on trial with the tribulation and the trouble that you're in now? Could it be that God is saying I'm going to see what you speak about in church if that is what your reality is because it is easy to stand up in the great congregation and speak great swelling words of faith of how you believe God and how you trust God and how God can make a way and how you'll never leave him and you'll never turn your back on him. But it's something about when my testimony and what I say out of my mouth get tried with the fire of life. God will allow your faith to be tested. Real faith ain't faith until it's been tested. You don't even know if your faith in God is legit until you've been to the fire and back. You don't even know if your foundation is sure until you've been through the storm and back. So God will allow your faith to be tested. I believe that while I'm here that there's somebody here faith. It's being tested. Yeah. It says in First Peter, it says the trying your faith, not your neighbor's faith, not your mother's faith, not your father's faith, but it is it is your faith that is being tested. Rather, not you believe that God is going to bring you out when there is nothing in your natural line that says that you're going to win. Can you be crazy enough to say, God ain't going to let me down like this? There, there are some seasons that God will allow you to go through that there is nothing in your view that tells you that God is going to work in your favor. There is nothing that you can see that says that you're going to come out on top. There is nothing that you can sense that says that some type of way I'm going to win, and God say, baby, I want you to believe me right there. Don't don't you, don't you wait until you get a glimpse of something. I need you to believe me when you can't see nothing. That's why the Bible say that we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight, cause it ain't about what you see. It's about what you believe. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but God say, in this season, I ain't gonna show you nothing. You got to believe me when you don't see nothing. Is say any? that faith he's on trial it's amazing to me that when God allows us to go through that sometimes he 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 waits he he, he waits he waits He, he he sits there and he allows it to get worse he, he, he sits there and and, and and he allows the enemy to increase in your life It is a it is amazing to me. It's a funny thing me, Meshach and Abednego It seems to me that once they stood up and they told the king that we're not going to bow It seems to me that somebody should have swooped in and saved the day I don't know about you. You ever read that and felt like that man God they didn't took the stand Why in the world you didn't swoop in and save the day? Let me remind you some seasons God don't swoop in that fast y'all y'all that that there are some seasons, y'all better pray for me in here, because somebody's saying, God, I took a stand for you, why am I going through the fire, let me remind you of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego, they took a stand, God allowed the king to turn the fire up seven times, and they still had to go in, there are some seasons, you just got to go through the fire. You're your complaining, can't stop it. Your tears, can't stop it. Your whining, can't stop it. You have to be tried. Somebody shout, I'm being tried by the fire. I'm, I'm, I got the fire. I got a fire situation. I got a fire trial, but I'm being tried. <laughs> so he allows our faith to be tried. He says here in verse 15, he says, I'm glad. I don't want to stay here long, but I want to stay here a little while longer. He he says, I'm glad. I'm glad for your sakes that that I was not there to to the intent that you might believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. I I just want to stop right here real briefly and deal with the simple fact that he said, I'm glad. A man is dead, and he glad. You lost your job. And he glad your your marriage is jacked up and he glad you can't even sleep at night but somebody shout he's glad how in the world can he be glad and i'm in a predicament like i'm in i'm gonna tell you I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you. Just hang on a little longer. I'm, I'm going to tell you why he's glad. He he, he. he. He's glad because you're looking at where you are. He's looking at where he's taking you. Yeah. See, 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 you can be glad with him if you can understand that he has taken me somewhere you you're looking at the present he says I'm looking at your future I can be glad because I see what I'm about to do somebody shout God knows what he's doing he, he he's about to do something he's he, he's up to something so he says I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad y'all have your seats. he says I'm glad for your sakes simply means that what they were going through it was gonna be a benefit God, God, God got funny benefits. Let me let, let me stop here. God, God, God's benefits are funny. You know, it ain't bl- like Blue Cross and Blue Shield. It, you know, health and dental benefits. We we love them kind of benefits. We we, we we love we love the benefits that says that by His stripes I am healed. We we, we love those benefits. But God, God got some funny kind of benefits. His, his benefits sometimes involves trouble so when he says that I'm glad he's glad because he understand that this trial is going to benefit you it says in the book of Psalm 68 and 19 that he daily loadeth us with his benefits understand he says daily loadeth us with his benefits that means that if you are a believer every day you wake up it is a benefit it didn't say that it was a good day it just said that it was gonna be a benefit that means that when I am a child of the king my bad days are benefit the days I woke up and I couldn't stop crying it's a benefit. The days that I don't understand, it's a benefit. Why is it a benefit? Because in Romans 8:28, it says that all things will work together for your good. That's how it's a benefit. You have to remind yourself that even in a hail, I am having the benefit. Facing the worst storm, and the worst storm that I've ever faced before in my life. In some type of way, it's going to be a benefit. He says here, he says, to the intent. I'm about to get crossed up. He says, to the intent that you might believe. Now, intent to me sounds like it was intentional. Yes, sounds like the trial was on purpose. Yes, See, when I go through things that God has intentionally planned for my life, my faith is not only on trial, but my faith has to be exercised. Somebody shall exercise your faith. We find that God will allow us to go through things to exercise the spiritual muscle called faith. Never you. Exercise Whenever you're planning on building muscle You can't build muscle Let's just start lifting some things You you got to go to the gym and work out Y'all ain't going to talk back to me in here there, there, there's, a, there's a spiritual gym for your faith And, and the spiritual gym for your faith is called trials Are y'all with me here? When I'm in my trials of my life What's happening is that God has my faith under the bench press Y'all ain't going to talk back to me And he's trying to see how much you're going to lift Because every time you pump it up and pump it down You don't even realize it But your faith is getting stronger You ought to tell somebody I'm just in. I'm just in the gym right now. Don't don't worry about a thing. I can't tell you that my life is perfect, but my faith is in the gym. I'm in the gym of God. I'm in the gym of trials, and my faith is being exercised. My faith is being built. What are you saying, Young Jones? That when God sends you and I to the gym of faith, when God sends us to the gym of trials to exercise our faith, He don't send you by yourself, but He sends you with a personal trainer. You ought to tell somebody. I got a personal trainer in my life. You know what a personal trainer is. The personal trainer is the one that when you're working out, you done done 10 push-ups and you don't think you can do anymore. The personal trainer gets in your ear and he tell you, baby, you can give me five more push-ups. Come on, down, up, down, up. That's what the personal trainer does. The personal trainer, he pushes you when you don't feel like being pushed. The personal trainer, he tells you you can make another day when you felt like you should have gave up on yesterday. I wish I had somebody that say, baby, I got a personal trainer called the Holy Ghost that knows how to get in my ear and tell me that i I can make it. I can do it. I can succeed. I can praise. I can pray. Somebody shout, I got a personal trainer. it's the personal trainer that, that, that when you get in the gym and you begin to work out, it's the, it's the personal trainer that becomes your, your your spotter. Those of you that used to lift weights, if you ever lift weights, sometimes uh, if you get something that's a little bit heavy, you got to get a spotter with you because just in case you go to lift it up and it comes down and you can't push it back up again, the spotter is there just in case the weight get too heavy. The, the, the spotter is there just in case when the weight come down, you can't push it back up. And so the spotter steps in and he takes up the slack so you can continue to lift. That's what the... Holy Ghost does in your life when you can't lift it anymore he steps in and becomes your spiritual spot is there anybody here that has been a benefit of the Holy Ghost being your spiritual spotter when you couldn't lift it again you couldn't make it another day the Holy Ghost somebody shout I got a spiritual spot I got a I got a spiritual spotter he 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 helps me y'all y'all come on and have your seats here y'all y'all acting like that we ain't gonna stay here long y'all keep y'all keep acting like that this ain't gonna be a long night at all but we're fine we have a spiritual spot says in verses 27 and 28 as Jesus would embark upon meeting Martha that Martha was of the persuasion that Jesus was talking about the latter resurrection Jesus told her that he was the resurrection I am the resurrection and she was still talking about the resurrection hereafter It's amazing to me that Martha still does not know what Jesus has planned for their life. I just want to encourage somebody that God has a plan for you. You may not have a title. You may not ever stand before the great congregation. But if you are a child of God, God has a plan for you. He told the Jews in Jeremiah 29 and 11. He says, I I know how I'm thinking about you. I know my thoughts that are towards you, they are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an, an expected end. I, y'all pray for me here. B- because I ain't gonna win by accident. I ain't gonna luck up and win. I'm supposed to win. Y'all, I, I ain't talking to y'all, I'm talking to me right now. Y'all forgive me for a minute. Lord, I'm supposed to win. I, I ain't gonna get lucky. I ain't trying to play no spiritual lotto. I'm supposed to win. you got to remind yourself you're supposed to win. You ain't supposed to be down. You ain't supposed to be depressed all the time. You're supposed to walk in victory. You're supposed to keep your flesh under subjection. You're supposed to be able to tell the temptation. No. You're supposed. Somebody shout, I'm supposed to walk in victory. My victory ain't no accident. It ain't no get lucky kind of thing. God has ordained for me to win. So he has a plan those of you who know the truth of the teaching as he would talk to Martha, he would tell Martha yes, to go and get Mary yeah. that is my belief that yes, Mary and Jesus they had a strong relationship yes, sir. Yes, sir. because it's when it's when Mary came yeah. yes, Jesus himself began to groan yeah. it's, it's, when, it's when Mary, Mary showed up Mar- Mary, Mary shows up 32 and she begins to talk and tell Jesus if he had been here that her brother had not died and the Bible saying when Jesus therefore saw her weeping You want to know what 35 comes from? 35 comes from 33 because Mary and Jesus had a relationship. You ever been so close to somebody to when you saw them cry and made you cry? You, You saw them going through and you hurt for them because of the relationship because of the connection understand He didn't cry when Martha showed up, but when Mary showed up Somebody shout Mary. I I just wanted to say that. It didn't go in the text, but I just wanted to say that. And so when Mary shows up, she shows up crying. And not only does she show up crying, but other folks show up crying with her. The Bible says that Jesus, he began to grow in his spirit. His spirit began to be troubled. And after that, after he sees that, that Mary has cried, as he sees that Mary is shedding tears, he groans and he's troubled. And I believe at this point, Jesus had had enough. He says, I, I, I I've waited too long for my baby. I've waited, I've waited too long. My baby has cried too long. She 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 suffered too long. I don't know this ain't for everybody because this ain't everybody's season, but I declare it's for somebody. You've been crying for a long time, and because of your relationship, God is getting ready to stand up and say, my baby has cried long enough, he saw Mary crying, he said enough is enough, he said forget it show me where you laid him, you you, you got to read it it's right here in the Bible, I'm not making it up it's right here, he, he says in verse 34 he says show me, show me where have you laid him, my baby is crying I got to go see about my baby, God is the kind of God that I see you crying, he say show me where that devil is, show me where that trial is, show me where that pain is show me where that, me. my baby done cried long enough, do I have any real parents in here and your baby done cried enough, you done had enough of that now, my baby done cried, I to go and see about my baby so he says he says, yes, show me show me where you're laid the Bible says that Jesus he, he begins to weep but you do know that weeping only endure for a night but somebody shout joy is coming in the morning he, he, he shows us his humanity, the Bible speaks of it, verse 39 he tells them to take away the stone i'm about to feel good right about here are y'all are y'all with me here? he tells them to take away the, the stone he said you got to remove the, the stone the stone is blocking me from getting to where i need to get to you got to remove the, the stone what, what what does he do he, he tells them to do The possible. He tells them, I'm skipping ahead. Y'all just skip with me. He he tells them in verse number 40, he says, Listen, he says, Martha, if you believe, he says, You're going to see the glory. Somebody shout, The glory. You're going to see. The glory. He's seen you tears. He's seen you cry. And I believe that God has about had is here. Uh, come on, Zion. Uh, somebody shout new thing. Uh, somebody shout new thing. Uh, somebody shout new thing. Uh, Holy Ghost, have your way, uh, Have your way. Uh, have your way. Uh, move in this place. Uh, move by your power. Uh, move by your might. Uh, Jesus, uh-huh. El Shaddai, uh-huh. Kismet Redeemer, uh-huh. Lover of my soul, uh-huh. Captain of my salvation. Uh-huh. Jesus, uh-huh. my anchor, uh-huh. my deliverer, uh-huh. my healer. My keeper, come on, Zion. Help me praise her. 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 Somebody shout heal Somebody shout heal Somebody shout heal Somebody shout heal This ain't for everybody. Everybody can't handle this. Some of y'all ain't ready for this altitude. But I believe there's somebody here that's say Jones. I'll ride with you. Jones, I'll praise. With you. I need somebody, that know how to push, push for the breakthrough, huh, push, push for the overflow, huh, push, push for the extra, huh, push. push, 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 come on Zion, I need you to push, push with your praise, I need you to push, push with your worship, huh, come on Zion, we've come too far, to let go now, deliverance is here, Deliverance is here, huh? Deliverance is here, huh? Deliverance is here Yeah, yeah Shout yes Shout yes Shout yes